0: welcome to rock solid radio i'm linda hutchinson the executive director of rock solid families and i am here with my better half meryl hello meryl
1: I never know what you're going to call me. Merrill. What people, are you doing, Because people ask all the time. you calling me Merrill because I asked for some French Perrier water? Yes. <laughs> like,
0: oh, the, the Kroger brand's too bubbly. It's what too bubbly. <laughs> and so he belches before we go on oh, the air. That's and so that's That's disgusting. We're sparing you of that. So isn't that great? <laughs> no, actually, hon, um, I have a question for you. Fire away. And I decided I'm going to ask it on air. So, you know, we have five kids. No
1: prep time here, people.
0: Exactly. Five kids. We have two daughter-in-laws, amazing daughter-in-laws. We have four grandchildren. Yep. And, and I was just thinking. That's dangerous. Go what ahead. if you finished the basement recently and mm-hmm. we got extra bedrooms now and a lot of space? So I was just kind of wondering if maybe we could invite everybody to move back in town and move in with us. Kind of like a group home.
1: <laughs> what's in your pumpkin spice drink of your it new says, mug start
0: each day with the thankful heart so I think you've
1: got something in there besides a little iced tea or coke I'm just, or whatever I'm just you have in thankful there
0: thankful that we have i think space. you've lost
1: your ever-loving mind <laughs> my sweet lady
0: no i'm serious like <laughs> that's no
1: no 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 well we get to see
0: our grandkids we get to see them eat breakfast i love them i love them i don't
1: want to live with them Wait, what are you talking about? Where, where's this even come from? So the idea, wait, are you talking for a weekend or maybe a week? I'm all about it. I'm I'm all about it. Moving in. Permanently. (laughs) I got a deal for you. They move in, I'm moving out.
0: Oh, my gosh. Okay, okay. I'm just messing with you. I better not say
1: that. You might take me up on the (laughs) second part.
0: (laughs) I'm just messing with you, but it does kind of lead us to our question from a viewer today that we thought we would tackle because we do see this a lot in our office. And so we just wanted to you know, really address this issue of adult children who maybe have moved out um and have moved back in for one reason or another and mm. and this kind of leads us to the question can you read the question we got from a viewer we're trying to be vague here cuz we don't really want to give away specifics but i, I we just kind of narrowed it down to kind of a vague question do
1: i need to Okay so le- the question is dear rock solid we have an adult child who struggles with depression and has moved back in with us after losing their job it's been a year now mm. help what do we do? Mm. Uh, well, it's a little bit complicated, there, hon, Because first off, I think it is important, um, and I think as we talk about this, even though I was being a little a little put offish by your initial question, I was just kidding. By the way, uh, no, I don't think I, our kids I, would I, want I, to move. I in don't with think us. our kids are interested <laughs> at all. But um, mm. you know, as parents, um, and I know our parents would have done this, uh, would take us in, right? Like so. Um, sometimes there are extenuating circumstances, Mm -hmm. there is illness, there is loss of job, there there are tragic situations that happen. Mm -hmm. And so to look at, you know, especially family and say, Never. figure it out yeah. Yeah. Um, is it's not at all what we're talking about no, okay we, we
0: lived with my parents you're for right. two months while we were building we sold one house faster than we thought yeah. we were building a home on our own and so there was two months and man you have never built faster we, we <laughs> moved right along had to it's cover like up a lot of mistakes on that home building project so i mean but um, but my parents were very generous in letting us live in their basement while right. we finished our home
1: Right. So, so with that being said, this is like not a, uh, well, never right. sort of answer. And it's also this question here, Hunt, is a little bit complicated because um, I get the part about losing the job, but it also says struggles with depression. Mm-hmm. And so we candidly throw that term depression around sometimes. And if those of you who, who've never dealt with depression, I don't want to belittle what you know about that. But true depression is debilitating, mm. and I know that from personal experience. I also know that from working with we, – we both know that from people yeah. who have just been literally crippled. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so we we're going to have to fish through this question a little sure. bit, and we're going to probably have to answer it from a couple of different modifiers right. to help us because our job is not to just, like, give a one – Answer that covers all. But there are some things that are kind of universal in answering this. And so
0: if you're listening and you're thinking, oh, I'm going to turn this off because this doesn't apply to me, honestly, I I really want you to. Well, then we're going to
1: come move in with you (laughs) and we're going to make sure that you know it applies to you.
0: (laughs) But really, this could be you tomorrow. And maybe you're not the one, maybe you're the one that loses their job or is tempted to move back in with a family member, but maybe you're the one who feels sorry for a family member or a friend. And so you open your home to them. That could happen at any time. So please, please, even if this isn't your situation right this second, please keep listening because there are very some specific practical tools that all of us can learn in this situation regardless of if you're on the receiving end or giving end or, you know, that your family
1: Right, because ultimately here, we're looking for a win-win, right? Mm -hmm. We're looking for a win-win. We want everybody to be taken care of, but we also want everybody to be honored and respected. But before we get into that, let's do a couple of things, all right? Let's thank Casey's Outdoor Solutions and Maxwell Construction for coming alongside of Rock Solid Radio. We want to thank those guys for being great uh, community supporters and members, and also for believing in the messaging that we put out at Rock Solid Radio and at our ministry of Rock Solid Family. So thanks to these guys. uh, continue to support them as they support us. Yeah,
0: we also want to remind you that um, we've talked about this before on earlier shows that we have a marriage retreat that we're involved in Mm -hmm. coming up on November 5th and 6th. It is going to be at the Mason Hilton Garden Inn, but it is sponsored by Bright Christian Church in Bright, Indiana. And so we would love everybody's welcome. You don't have to go to Bright to attend. And there's more information on their website, though, at brightcc.org. And so I really encourage you to go and check that out. And we would love for you to join us. It's going to be a fun weekend and um, some good eating and some eating. Eat some eat. Where are you from? <laughs> you sound like
1: you're on my, Kyle's uh, show of Strong Dads.
0: But um, just some great fellowship, but also some learning, I think, about how we can be better spouses to each other. Right.
1: Also, hon, I do want to put a little plug in uh, as we are coming into the fall season mm-hmm. and some of the summer stuff is winding down. Um, to put a plug in for our I'm offering a beginner finishing class or a fitness class mm-hmm. as some of you would think of it. Uh, we do finishing exercise which is a piece of equipment um, that I created uh, oh gosh almost uh, 10, years, 10 years plus now. Uh, it's been on the market for about 10 years but we offer uh, that class um, at Rock Solid Families and we are going to have a beginner's class on Tuesday and Thursday evenings seven to eight if you're already in that class and you're listening keep coming because you know how I can adapt things to give you everything you want but I'm doing calling it a beginners because sometimes when people see a new exercise they're a little bit put off Mm -hmm. like oh I don't know if I will get it or whatever and so Uh, basically your age doesn't matter. I will even say outside of you not being able to pass a physical from your doctor, Mm. um, you're welcome to come in because we can make everything work for you. And we're going to learn how the body moves. um, And and then we're going to start combining movement patterns with cardio, uh, endurance uh, fitness, as well as just functional movement patterns. Like, well, what does it mean to bend the knee and not Mm -hmm. the hip and the hip and not the arm and these things. So it's, a great class so come on out and join us for that
0: yeah a lot of people are surprised that we do fitness and it's part of our faith-based coaching and so we believe in faith family and fitness and mind body and spirit we feel like they're all interconnected and when one is struggling we can help with the others and then it strengthens the whole body mind body and spirit so we really first
1: class is free and the first class is first free. First class yeah. is free, so, so you hurt. can just poke your nose in the door, come join us, see what yeah. you think, and and we'll talk from there. Yeah. All right, so let's get into the question, all right? Okay, so, yeah. So uh, this is that whole idea, um, letting your adult children come back into your home. Yeah. But then what happens, and this is really why we get these questions, mm-hmm when they won't leave yeah okay what happens when they won't leave so let's talk about a couple different disclaimers I think kind of like we did at the top of the mm-hmm. show a little bit what are some disclaimers that we need to make sure we cover so that people realize we're not throwing out everybody
0: here? right yeah so we're talking about able-bodied people okay we're not talking about somebody that's disabled or not able to care for themselves we'll dig deeper into some of that mental illness anxiety and depression kind of thing in a little bit but it blurs the line but in general we don't expect an adult child Child who has a mental capacity of an eight-year-old to be held responsible for, you know, kicking him out on the street. That's, that's not what we're talking about here, mm-hmm. but we can say that what we're going to talk about ranges from if you have a 21-year-old to a 40, 50, 60-year-old. I mean, some people have been out and they've done their own lives. They had houses and jobs and marriages and families. And then all of a sudden things fall apart and then they turn to family or friends and they never leave. Mm-hmm. And so we're talking about
1: that situation. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that makes sense. So let's talk about, let's set them up. So those of you who have, uh, you're not in this situation yet, but maybe you mm-hmm. could see this coming. Okay. This is a really important thing to start with, and the reason is because most of the time, us as parents, if if I'm looking at us and where we are with our kids, most of the time we give a knee-jerk reaction. Yeah, sure, you can come back, Mm. okay? And it's a knee-jerk reaction because they're our kids. We're emotionally attached. Mm -hmm. We see the request, and we see the heart behind the request. And so we, we are quick to say, yes to this. All right. Mm-hmm. So one of the first things that I want to encourage you to do is if you ever foresee this coming, say, you know, um, I don't know. It sounds like an interesting idea. Let mom and I talk. Mm. Right. Just give us some time. We do that all the time because Mm -hmm. emotional responses are ugly responses. Mm. All right. We pay for them. And Mm. so one of the very first things is to be able to just say, you know, just give me a minute. Let me let us talk and let's see, because we might have something going on. Maybe we're not going to be around. Maybe we're going to be traveling. Maybe we've got something up. Mm -hmm. So give me a little bit of time and I'll get back with you.
0: Yeah, and so sometimes we get asked this question and we're caught off guard. And maybe we, like you said, hon, didn't see it coming. And so I don't want you just to respond out of what you think you should say, okay? Because I want your yes to be yes and your no to be no. So right. if you say yes, I want that to to mean something and they can rely on that, okay? And and so if you're really kind of struggling as to what to do and you haven't consulted with your spouse if you are married, you definitely definitely have got to make sure that you put a pause on the answer right and go and get A little bit of background conversation before you ever make a decision or give anybody an answer. All right. Okay.
1: What if, hon, um, I'll I'll make me the the bad ugly here. Mm. What if you come and you say, hey, um, one of the kids asked to move back in Mm. and I am not feeling it and I say, "Mm, I don't think it's a good idea. I'm not Mm. interested. Should you trump me oh, and go over?
0: That's a great question.
1: Yeah, answer that, please, right now. <laughs> right now.
0: <laughs> so, you know, a part of the problem is the Bible says a, divided, a home divided against itself cannot stand. Okay, right. and that is so important. So if you feel as a mom, let's say, because it usually happens with the mom, that you feel emotionally responsible mm-hmm. to take care of your adult child— Or, you know, uh, rescue somebody, a friend or a family member, and your spouse is totally against it, then you got to remember that this is the first priority is your spouse in the home, your ministry in your own home. So if you have children, if you have other children, like I have one client situation where like that child lost its bedroom you know, and and because of somebody moving in, like Mm -hmm. you need to consult that person and have a conversation and make sure that we're all on the same page and we're ready to be a team about this. So maybe the answer is not yes. Maybe it's not yet. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's, I'm sorry, not right now. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because we're not on the same page or we have something, maybe we have health issues going on on ourselves and we just can't give what we don't have right Time so, and energy
1: and this just reminds me so much of being united in everything we yeah. do as parents we are still being placed in a parenting role when mm-hmm. this question is being presented so whether we're disciplining the eight-year-old that we're referring to or whether we're talking about the 40-year-old that's coming mm-hmm. back in we have to stay united and if and if Linda would say yes to our son or daughter coming back, and I were to say no, but I finally just say whatever, and I just back away and let them come in.
0: What Mm. do you think is going to
1: happen the first thing (laughs) – first time that things kind of uh, go south in that yeah right it's gonna
0: be i told you so yeah or, so, so yeah. now
1: we're not even gonna have just problems with mm. the kids that brought we brought back in but now we've got problems between us uh, mom and dad in the house so get it together and yeah. and the whole idea of if we can't come to agreement for that time the answer needs to be no yeah all right
0: you know and and this isn't in our script hun, but i believe that there is um s- similar things about it if it's a parent okay we, all, we have three aging parents who do not live in our home right, right. now, and there may be a time when that is necessary and a conversation has to happen about that. The same thing has to apply, that we have to be aligned together. doesn't mean, the Bible does say that we have to take care of widows That's and right. orphans, yep. and so we have a responsibility to take care of our parents, but that doesn't have to be in our home, okay? It does mean that we have to provide for them and, and care for them, especially if they're Having some dementia issues or other health issues, I mean, that's our responsibility. Right. We just can't shrug it and say your problem. But don't just take it on and feel responsible, and then be resentful and feel guilty about it if you do or don't. So, right. Yeah, I think that's a great applies. point, hon.
1: Especially with the older parents, bringing mm-hmm. them into your house, because uh, that's definitely a place where we are right now and mm-hmm. uh, have actually had that conversation. And it's just really important that we stay united on there. Yeah. Assumptions will get you hurt in this business. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So let's just say. You decided yes. I decide yes. We agreed. I'm not right? quite the old creeper that <laughs> you're going to.
0: You, you have a heart. I after have all. a heart. I go, <laughs> you
1: know what? Okay, you're not the tin man. I, I, I see the point. I see the point. Okay. So we'll say Yes that's not we're not finished no right the yes no. does they're not, not moving the truck yes in Yeah, because yes is still a very vague answer yes. okay and it gets us in trouble so we have to go through with some conditions on the move-in all right so there are conditions there's not uh, people who separate or we need to separate what unconditional love is right mm. unconditional i love you no matter what mm-hmm. but relationships always have conditions on them
0: what kind of let's call them boundaries. Because right, this, is, right. this is a healthy boundary that you're going to lay out ahead of time before anyone moves in. It is important that you have a meeting about healthy boundaries and expectations. Remember, they're moving into your home, right? okay? And so there's questions that need to be answered before the move-in. And if they don't like it, you don't like shove it down their throat. You don't threaten them with it. You just literally say, hey, guys, we love you, but this is something that we need. And this is the healthy boundaries that we're setting. And so if it doesn't work for you, we understand. You go somewhere else. We respect your no. But you need to respect our no right. and our yeah. limits. So one of the things that we have to write out first ahead of time, hon, is, is what? Is the
1: timeline. Okay, yeah. so uh, are we talking uh, a week, two weeks, a couple of months? are we talking indefinitely? (laughs) Oh, all right. Mm. So we have to at least have the clear understanding of what the expected timeline is. If we just say, well, come on and move in until you get your act together. Mm. I'm sorry. You're setting everybody up for failure, all yeah. right? Some personalities can do that, maybe you know maybe the kid's coming back and they are just a go getter and everything aligns yep. for them and they're they're back on their feet and they're out of your house in a matter of weeks, okay. But we Mm. way too often, especially, see, there's usually a reason why they are moving in, whether it is Mm -hmm. depression or loss of job or economy has gone bad. And these are Mm. things that can really get sticky. Mm -hmm. So we need to set up a timeline. You know what? I'll tell you what. Um, We'll give you three months. We'll give you three months. And um, at three months, here's what we expect. Mm-hmm. Okay. And whether we say you're moving out or we're reassessing or you're whatever it is, mm-hmm. but we're giving you three months. And so that's everybody's agreed on that. Also, I think it's really important, hun, that we understand the buck stops at mm-hmm. mom and dad, the parents in this situation. Okay. Meaning we're mm-hmm. saying, you know, the max that we can do is three months Mm -hmm. instead of the kids saying, you know what, I'll tell you what, it's going to be six months, mom and dad. (laughs)
0: Yeah. And that's why you have to have that conversation before they're moved in and they're eating your chips and salsa in the basement. So if there's no plan, they don't move in. That's just the fact If they can't, if they don't agree, they they think you're unfair. Yeah. Right. If they think, oh my gosh, there's no way I'll be able to get my act together in three months or six months, then Okay, then find somewhere else that fits for you. But it's not going to be here, okay? It's probably going to be a friend's couch, and then that friend's going to get frustrated and angry because they didn't get a clear expectations out. Another thing, hun, is expenses. Mm. Like, they're 30 years old, they're 40 years old, they maybe even have a job, or maybe they have savings. And, and, you know, what are their expectations about contributing to your bills? Maybe you don't need their money, but they need to contribute something. You're going to get so quickly resentful if they're eating your food and sleeping under your roof and using your water and your and your cable and they're doing nothing and contributing nothing. That will not go over well for you.
1: Yeah. Hopefully, you have a, a kid who's like offering, mm-hmm. Hey, you know, I, I am so grateful that you're helping me out in this situation. Um, mm-hmm. hey, let me pay for this. Let me take care of this. <clears throat> let me take out the trash. Let me, d- and they start just becoming an yeah. active member. I mean, that's that means you raised a really good kid. That's okay? good stuff. Yeah. That's good stuff. But if you have one who's hesitant to even step up and do these things, then lay it out in advance. You mm-hmm. know that your child's personality better than anyone in this situation, and so if you if you saw shortcomings when they were eighteen, <laughs> uh, there's mm-hmm. a good chance that those shortcomings are still there, magnified. Right, yeah. right.
0: And and you know, and 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 we've said this before, and this is a parenting issue that we have yeah. enabled our child and allowed our child to kind of just suck off of us, and then they keep doing that, and they keep expecting you to save them and rescue them and take care of it for them, and they're never gonna learn you're just kicking that can down the road if you don't take a stand and put some healthy boundaries up
1: right right so well what do we do honey? because i'm sitting here thinking about this i've actually uh, recently had a situation very similar to this and a lot of this was laid out mm-hmm. but then there were gray areas uh-oh so like some money was given, but not as much money. Mm. That's some curfew sort of expectation. When I say curfew, just be respectful. Like, if yeah. you're not going to be in until 2 a.m., tell us so we're not up mm-hmm. worried or whatever. And these areas got gray. Mm-hmm. What do we do with that?
0: Yeah. And that's those expectations that you have to lay out ahead of time. Again, it's an adult, it maybe even a 40-year-old adult. So it's really hard to say you have a midnight curfew. Right. Okay. But... We have already seen this in many, many clients where they just push the line and, and they they eat off your dishes but don't do the dishes. They they don't clean their room. That's literally maggots growing in food that's <laughs> left in dishes left in the room. Maybe there's drugs and alcohol that you don't agree with that is under your roof. Maybe they're having the sleepovers with their girlfriend or boyfriend under your roof and you're not okay with that. Those are things you've got to lay out. And if they don't like it, again, I respect your no, but this is our rules. These are our boundaries if you're going to live here.
1: Right. So some of those gray areas, violations, if we want to call them that, are, are, are likely going to happen in some families, some situations. The first thing we want to encourage you to do, rather than you just losing your mind <laughs> or just shutting down, get with your partner. Mm-hmm. Get with your partner and, and make sure you're on the same page. Are you both bothered by what's happening? Or am I just being too critical? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, or is there an explanation that I'm just not aware of? All right. So get with your spouse and say, hey, what's going on with this? I thought we agreed on X number of dollars mm-hmm. a month, you know, and I'm only seeing it about every other month. Mm-hmm. What do you think, hon? What's going on with this? You guys, you were, what are we doing? We're getting back into alignment. Yeah. We're making sure. And when we do that, we can then propose the plan, okay? Again, it's the united front thing, the whole Mm -hmm. thing over again. Same thing when they were eight eight years old. So now we're gonna come and say, you know, um, we offered you the, the opportunity to come back in the house to get on your feet. The original deal was that we, here's what we were offering and providing. We just feel like we're being taken advantage of. It's not working the way we thought it would. Here's what it looks like moving forward. Yeah. All right. Yeah.
0: So this is if this is if it uh, sounds really good um, to do all these things ahead of time, but they're already living in your basement, right? And they've already been there a year, as the as the caller or the the listener said. So you know, respectfully but firmly, call a family meeting. And if they refuse to meet with you, which I've actually had, like they avoid their parents like the plague Mm because they know it's not going to be good news. They literally have been avoiding them. They'll come in after the parents go to bed. Then then you put it in writing. Mm -hmm. You put it in writing and you make sure they see it and that they know that this is the plan. And, you know, I would do it privately. Don't involve other children or siblings. Like you want to be respectful because it's pretty humiliating already that they're in your home and using your stuff. But but to have everybody else involved in the business is not fair either to them. So be Mm -hmm. respectful to them as an adult, treat them as an adult, but make sure that you're firm with the plan.
1: When you treat somebody as an adult, it also means that they have to own the responsibilities as well as the consequences. If they, you know, that's that whole idea, um, treating them as an adult. And so um, if they're not doing their side of it, then they're going to be treated as an adult. Um, I literally had a situation at, at one point where um, some folks were coming to me and asking because they were deep into some of this stuff mm-hmm. that we're talking about. And, you know, the risk here is what about the relationship? Yeah. You know, what about the relationship? And, and that's that,
0: really what they're scared
1: of. Right. And and mm-hmm. that's, that's what was causing all of the issue. And it's like, well, let's get clarity first. You know, let's get clarity in what we initially started with and what we want to protect with the relationship. And we lay all that out. But at the end of the day, if the relationship between us is going mm-hmm. to be at the expense of this situation, all right? And we literally came up with a plan for uh, renting a U-Haul truck Mm. and removing all of the articles of Mm. living uh, from our house. Mm. That's not where we want to go. We want to be able to prevent that stuff. But literally, I mean, if it got to such a level of abuse, and the reason why couples come to us sometimes um, is because now they're fighting back and forth. And so let's preserve this. So again, hopefully that would be considered an extreme. Um, But those are the things we have to come together
0: on. Yeah. I want you to give them, we want you to give them a reasonable time frame. I mean, you don't want you to set them up for failure, especially if they have lost a job. You know, COVID has kind of put an accelerant on a lot of things right. where people maybe were working for home and, and maybe they got cut, laid off. And, and it's just so many different dynamics going on right now that has really just accelerated a lot of issues here. But give them a reasonable time. But chances are they've probably made one excuse after another and you've threatened and threatened and threatened and done nothing and nothing and you're so frustrated and so angry that it's just really coming to a head and we're just saying let your yes be yes and your no be no it's time it's time to draw a line and to set a healthy boundary
1: yeah okay so hon let's muddy the water because Uh this is one of the precipitating factors that often leads to this situation Mm -hmm. Mental illness yeah. and addiction are two of the things, mm-hmm. and they can oftentimes be kind of grouped right in together in terms mm-hmm. of what it does to their ability to, to work through and solve problems. When we have mental illness, so this is now we're not talking about maybe somebody who's able body yeah. is maybe what their body looks like, mm-hmm. okay? Um, so now we do have to approach things very differently, Okay, and so we want to walk through that. We want to be respectful. But you're talking to two people here that we we are not psychiatrists. We are not psychologists, but we get to see a lot of mental illness type symptoms that present themselves. And one of the things that we know that even in mental illness, there's still work to be done. Mm -hmm. There's still work to be done and there's ownership to be had. Right. And one of the things that's hard with mental illness is for people to own that. Like mm-hmm. if you have the mental illness, you, you would like people to rescue you, to save you, to to basically nest around you, to, to keep you safe. Mm-hmm. And you have to recognize where they are in that process. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: Yep. Healthy and clear boundaries brings security and stability to a very chaotic situation. If you are a mother and father who have dealt with a child with anxiety, depression, bipolar disorder, you know this has been a rough road for you. I'm not telling you something new for you. And we, our hearts go out to you. And I know that there are some parents out there who are fearful that this boundary you put might be the thing that puts your child over the edge and they've threatened to harm themselves. They threatened to run away or disown you. And that just paralyzes Mm -hmm. you. It does. And and I'm just speaking to you right now because our hearts go to you. We understand that you are just torn by the love for your child and what's healthy and best for them. Can we just say that Speaking into this with healthiness and with clear boundaries is the best thing you can do for them. It may be the first time they ever own their issue and get the right help. You can speak love to them, but you can also speak firm boundaries that gives them, you know, treatment centers and doctors and mental health facilities because you are not their savior. Point them to the, the true hope and help that they desperately, desperately need.
1: Yeah. You are not their savior and Mm -hmm. you, depending on the level of their functionality, you can Mm -hmm. definitely help. You can help set up appointments. You can do those things early on. You know, if it means so, you can drive them to appointments and Mm -hmm. things like that. But At some point, you have to hold the reins or put the reins back into their hands, okay? Mm -hmm. I understand that you had an appointment to see the therapist or the doctor, and you literally laid in bed. You didn't go to that. Okay, listen... This is that enabling behavior. Yep. All right, yep. well, you better go next time because yep. if you don't yep. do it next time, no. Yep. This is the things you, you, again, we're connected here. Your spouse mm-hmm. and, and yourself United are connected, front. right? And you're coming to them and saying, you know, yep. um, we we may have to look at an alternative living arrangement because yep. this is, you do more harm by keeping them in yes. that sort of quagmire of yuck and nothingness, yes. all right? So sometimes it gets ugly. And mm-hmm. so this is that tough love thing that you've heard about with a teenager that lived mm-hmm. in your home now they're 40 years old oftentimes these types of interventions still have to take place and yeah. you that's why you have to get unified on them and say okay mm-hmm. we are not going to be an enabler we are yeah. not going to have them living under a roof and continuing to just sort of fester in this
0: yeah and so we also know that um, adults who struggle with mental illness and addictions are master manipulators and so they have twisted this and they have gaslighted you and scapegoated their issues, making it your issues, like you were the worst parent and this all is your fault. And so that's why they've missed five job interviews or they got fired or they lost their marriage because of what you did to them. Please, please, please. I'm not saying you were perfect, but please do not let them guilt you into letting them stay in an unhealthy situation.
1: Right. Well, okay. So I I hope that we at least gave you guys some ideas there. And if this is one of those shows that maybe you're not going through it, but there's an extremely high likelihood that you know someone who is. <laughs> yeah. uh, we see it frequently, and it, a mm-hmm. lot of it has to do with just, just the number of grandparents that are raising kids now. Um, and so we just... Grandkids. The, the, great-grandkids. Yes, yes, raising grandkids. And so the whole thing has gotten a little bit messy. Mm-hmm. And so we share this show. Get it mm-hmm. out. But there a couple of challenges just to kind of recap on some things, hun. The whole idea, first off, is be clear and up front. Yeah. Be clear and upfront state state whatever your yes is and your nos are keep them there and keep them clear and define your boundaries okay mm-hmm. you are the person in charge you are the person of authority of your own home yes okay and so make sure that that is established
0: yes please don't work harder than they do um be willing to lend a hand when it's appropriate you know but don't give them a hand up not not a hand down and in, in that we don't want to enable and be that codependent you know um or Remember, if you say yes in helping, that you really want to help and that it's a healthy help and it's a time appropriate help. And then, you know, maybe sometimes people, adults are are overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. It's just too much. Too much is going on. Maybe help them to break it down into bite sized chunks that are manageable. Like, let's just do a job interview today. Right. Let's go down and let's make an appointment with the doctor. Like, help them help themselves. Right.
1: if it's complicated and it's emotional and the occasional talks that you are trying to land out you know at the dinner table are falling short and mm. getting emotional contact help get a mediator this is this is kind of how linda and i have played in these roles Mm -hmm. we've been basically that neutral third party mediator Mm -hmm. and people come in to us and we set up some boundaries just like we were asking you Mm -hmm. to set up boundaries and we set up boundaries for the discussion and what the ultimate end goal is here like you know the end goal do we want is this relationship even important Yes, it is. Okay. So that's how we're going to work. We're going to protect that and establish the rules to go around there. And then at that point, the neutral party, remember, that's the value of the neutral party. They're not emotionally attached. So they can say sometimes the hard things that need to be said, but they can also help hold people accountable when they're breaking down.
0: Yeah. And again, over and over, let your child know whether they're 20, 40, 60 years old, I love you. And I want a healthy relationship with you. I just don't think this is how we do it, okay? And so if you continue to say that and speak truth and love with gentleness and respect, that's what God's called us to do. And what they do with that, whether they disown you, whether they go hurt themselves, run away, keep the kids from you, which has happened before. I've seen it. You just need to know in your heart that you did everything you can to have a healthy relationship and help them help themselves.
1: I think that's the hard part, hun. Like mm. sometimes we all are looking for a guarantee that everything works out yeah. well. And you and I know that we can't even do that. Like sometimes things an- end tragically. Yeah. People get hurt uh, because of just the, either the illnesses or the emotions. So th- there's there aren't always guarantees, all right? But that's why we do have a faith in God. That's mm-hmm. why we do rely on that. That's why we do expect responsibility and ownership all the parties involved, that is part of the being mm-hmm. an adult. So um, I wish we could give a guarantee. All right, yeah. but one thing we can do is we can take care of your relationship with yeah. the two of you in your home. And protect your and home. protect what you have as a family.
0: Yeah, so again, we're here to help at Rock Solid Families. You can give us a call at 812-576-ROCK, 812-576-ROCK, or rocksolidfamilies.org. We are here to help. We've worked with that before. But remember, you are not their savior. Please do not try to be. Point them to the real hope and real help, and that's the best gift you can give your children.
1: All right, that's awesome stuff. Um, Hopefully you don't have to use this one, but Mm -hmm. if you have to, you know, you've got it. All right, so again, we say thanks to Casey's uh, Outdoor Solutions and Maxwell Construction for all of their help and support. Mm -hmm. Um, Hun, why don't you go ahead and sign us off?
0: Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for listening to Rock Solid Radio, building a stronger community, one family at a time. Make it a great day.
1: I can tell you one thing. If they're all moving back in, I am buying that camper. (laughs) This is my route, but this is how I'm going to get that camper. We're out of here.
0: Rock Solid Radio wants to thank Maxwell Construction, who has been our sponsor since the very beginning. For over 30 years, Maxwell has delivered the highest quality projects by holding to their core values of customer satisfaction, positive attitude, respect, and excellence. So if you have any kind of commercial construction need, give Maxwell Construction a call today at 812-537-2200.
1: Rock Solid Radio wants to thank Casey's Outdoor Solutions. Casey's is a premier garden center and gift shop located in Lawrenceburg, Indiana. They offer a wide selection of high-quality plants, landscaping materials, and home decor. They do amazing high-quality work and can help you transform your indoor and outdoor living spaces into something beautiful. So stop by Casey's Outdoor Solutions today and let them know you appreciate their support for Rock Solid Radio, Visit Casey's today at 21481 State Line Road, Lawrenceburg, Indiana.